You're listening to Informed, informal chats about theological topics to help us know and understand God together. Informed. Informed. Hi everyone, welcome to Informed. Simeon here and I'm talking today about money and generosity and I'm talking to Alex Bose. Hi Alex. Hello Simeon, hello everyone, it's good to be here. So first thing for us to think about with money and generosity is um, sort of the foundational principles. So what are the foundational principles, Alex, that should underlie our thinking about money? I think the foundational principle for me is really the um, being generous from the heart. And it's your your heart attitude. God has been incredibly generous to us, um, given us life, given us everything, uh, made us part of the church. Um, Yeah, and, and, and that then, I guess outflows into into our lives uh including how, how we deal with money uh, and so that 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 cheerful giver that it says in 2 corinthians 9 um I, I think that's that's the highlight really of that so how can we be cheerful givers how can our heart attitude be be one of a cheerful giver yeah yeah um we never want to be giving or doing anything else kind of reluctantly because we don't really want to do it we want to start from that position of well i belong to jesus now and he's my lord and everything i have 100 percent of the money in my bank account and the hours in the day and everything else they all belong to him okay what does he what does he want me to do with them um let's answer that question and kind of doing that in the light of of the gospel um because in the context of money in 2 corinthians 8 Paul has this lovely statement of the gospel. Verse nine says, you know, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake, he became poor so that you by his poverty might become rich. And that's what Jesus has done for us. And so that's as people who are now part of Jesus body and in Christ and being transformed into his likeness. That's what we want to do. We want to be generous for the sake of other people. Mm. And um, how do you how do you think about how much to give, Alex? Um, yeah, it's a great question. So I guess the there's various ways to go to to look at it. So there's the the, the tithing principle from the Old Testament. Obviously, that's from the Old Covenant. Um, so not saying that we we have to give ten percent um, specifically, but it's 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 that that principle of. Um, um, we should give of our best. It's the, it's the, the first fruits principle as well. So how I would go about it is, is that I, I would think of, um, I guess, money coming in, whether it's a regular salary, occasionally it might be a bonus or, or whatever it might be. And I think, well, what, what feels right in, in, in my heart? And I want to be a cheerful giver. Um, and, and I want to kind of then select a percentage or an amount that just I, I then feel peaceful about. I will, I will talk about it with, with Jess as well. And then we will we will settle on something um, using those those principles, the tithing, the first fruits, the che- kind of the, the, the generosity, cheerful giver type principles. Um, and then I think once once you feel peaceful about it, it's that's that that's great. And then, and then you can just go ahead and and that's the right thing to do. Yeah. And, and, and I think what's important to say as well, it's there's there's no kind of rules or mathematical formulas. It's between everyone and God. Everyone's situation is, is different. Um, everyone struggles with different things um and uh, yeah so there'll be there's no right or wrong answer in in, in most of these these areas yeah lot of yeah um because like the idea of tithing 10 percent um 
is is something that some Christians pick up from the Old Testament, as you say, or specifically from, uh, uh, well, yeah, from the Old Testament. And um, uh, it, it might be a helpful benchmark if you're looking for a place to start, but actually um, it's not something that we are bound to uh, in the same way that we're not bound to eat certain foods and not eat certain other foods. There were some specific instructions God gave at a specific time um, of his plans for history, which um, he's not given to us as those who are part of the new covenant in Jesus. So uh, we can learn some really useful principles from looking at that stuff. Um, but we're not necessarily, um, God's not necessarily asking us to keep the specifics on the amount of giving any, any more than he's asking us to keep the specifics on what we eat or what we wear or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think you're right. I think that it's, it's a great benchmark. And I mean, to be honest, I, I grew up in, in a church where probably most people would have thought it's a bit of a, a flaw. It's the minimum and you can give more. That's, that's great. Um, not sure it was ever explicitly taught, um, but that's certainly what I've grow, grown up with. Um, but maybe that's been, uh, I've been challenged in that a bit more because it's, it, it's, it's a specific percentage in the old covenant in a specific context. Um, and, and so for us under, under the new covenant, we should take the principle and not, not the specific amount. Um, yeah. So I, th I think that's different backgrounds and different views, but I, I, I think I've become convinced that that's, um, that's probably the, the right answer. And yeah, like, like we said, as long as it feels right between you and God, then that's, um, that's the right answer. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess something that we would encourage people to do is to make giving to your local church family uh, a really high priority. Um, not because it's you know yet another charitable organization out there that needs your help but because this is the family that you're part of um, and just as you have a responsibility to your biological family that you don't have to um, someone else down the street uh, you've got a particular responsibility to your spiritual family to contribute to um, contribute to what's going on and what our needs are together and uh, it's really exciting when you hear of that going on completely under the radar, that this person over here in the church has its need and that person over there is meeting it at really generous, a really generous way. And it's just beautiful and lovely to hear of that. Um, that's great. Kind of less, less, um, maybe less exciting, but also very necessary is the, you know, the central pot of money that we look after um, in the church bank accounts, um, which funds our staffing and our buildings and and so on and they're they're things that we need for our life together and our mission together as a church um so that that would be something that if you're a member of city church i would say that's going to be a really high priority if you're giving but we don't tell people how much to give um or what that means in practice yeah no fully agreeing i guess that's part of the the principle behind the tithing as well in the old testament that it was for the for the priests and the levites and and to su support them who didn't have the land that the that the other tribes tribes had, so it's really important, obviously, for the for the work of the local church um, that that we uh, we we give a, a good proportion of our giving to to our our local church. And again, it's it's up to everyone between them and God uh, of what exactly that looks like for them. Yeah. And Alex, what would you say about the idea that you sometimes hear in Christian circles that um, that basically being generous with your money um, is actually a way to get rich and God will, if you're, if you're generous, 
then God will bless you back even more. And it's a great pathway towards making lots of money. Um, well, I think that to be gen- to be generous in order to become rich is completely wrong. I don't think that's that's very biblical. I think there's there, there are verses in the Old Testament that might suggest that if you if you apply them to yourself, but they're very clearly spoken to to the people of Israel in that context. Um, if you obey these commands, then you will be blessed in these specific financial, economic, military, political, um, agricultural ways. Um, that that doesn't mean that we can take these verses and say, well, if if I am exposed, um, I'm really really generous uh, to City Church, then God will give me hundreds of thousands of pounds, and I can buy myself a really shiny car. I think it, it doesn't work like that at all. But I think what you said about if we're generous, then God will be generous to us, absolutely. And that's that's that verse in uh, uh, two Corinthians nine, it's verse uh, six. Um, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Uh, so there, there is, and, and that is in the context of financial giving. So there, there is a clear principle of if we give generously, God will honour that. God will bless us. Um, the the aim of that is not for us to get rich. Um, if God does bless us financially as a result, well, wonderful. But that's so that we can be generous again in turn. And it says that I think a bit further down in in, in the chapter. Um, but He might bless us in other ways um, that 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 are not financial, and, and that's fine. And, and like Jesus commended the, the widow at the temple, um, I think it, in Jesus' heart, it's, it's not to, to make Christians become rich. That's, that's not part of what it is to, to be a Christian. But, um, but he will bless us in a way that will enable us to continue to be generous and to, and to live for Jesus. Yeah, that's great. Well, we talk about this at much more length on the full length podcast. So if you want to think about it a bit more, then do go take a listen to that. Um, But for now, we'll leave it there. And it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.